0: Hey, what's up? It's Comedian Mark Henderson, man. Make sure y'all check me out on all of my social medias. That's Comedian Mark Henderson. Mark is spelled with a C. That's my Instagram. That's my YouTube. That's my Facebook. Uh, Twitter is at Mark, and funny, as Mark is funny, but I really don't use Twitter, so check me out on all them platforms, man. Always remember, man, I am rocking with Michelle C and Candy Kisses TV. That's my girl.
1: It's the Jill of All Trades, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She's cute. Your host of Candy Kisses TV, everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses, blown away. Candy Kisses, TV for tomorrow. Candy Kisses TV with my girl Michelle C. Don't take it no? kind of personal. Yo, what's up? It's a brother, man from the fifth floor. In the ATL chitty with Candy Kisses TV. What's up y'all? You watching Candy Kisses TV with my whole girl Michelle Hello. Man. chelsea aka dj make a move the Jilla ball trace and i am back with another banger you know what it is now you know what we do each and every time right about the same time i gotta threaten you just a little bit subscribe now i'm gonna tell you mama act like she didn't raise you right get it together all right now i am bringing you another dope talent like i always do first and foremost this gentleman has been in the comedy lane for quite some time killing the stages the pin game is so super strong <laughs> let's move to new york making big waves give it up for comedian mark henderson yeah yeah
0: yeah i'm in here what up
1: michelle what's going on go ahead and drop your social media let them know how to go ahead and get in your business
0: Uh, Look me up. Comedian Mark Henderson on all my social medias. Uh, M-A-R-C is how you spell Mark. Don't use that K because you will will pull up somebody else. But Comedian Mark Henderson, Instagram, YouTube. Definitely subscribe to the YouTube. I'm trying to build that channel up. And everything else, man. How everybody doing?
1: All right. we're going to get all in your business. Just a little bit. bit. So my first question, I always ask uh, legend comedians that's been in the game for the longest of, of all times. What was your first time on stage like?
0: Uh, it was a very dope experience. My very first time on stage, uh, I was like a real big B. Cole fan. I'm from okay. Chicago. I used to always watch up on Comic View. So like the first time I did comedy, that dude was in the audience and I was almost like starstruck. Right. <laughs> like, oh, man, that's B. Cole, that's B. Cole. Uh, what's also dope was like Dion Cole was hosting that night. Uh, mm-hmm. and he was actually the first person that ever handed me the mic. And okay. I actually did good. Uh, I didn't know what the light meant. People was giving me the light, but I just kept going because nobody told me, like, when they give the light, get off stage. So that's always a common mistake that, you know, brand new comedians make. <laughs> uh, but I got glass for my first time, and I was hooked immediately.
1: Okay. So were you nervous at all? Or was just like, okay, I'm on here?
0: Yeah, no, definitely nervous. I still get nervous to this day. That's just a natural feeling that you have before you hit the stage to talk to a room full of strangers. But uh Right. Yeah. I was nervous, but you know, as soon as you start to get enough like the first couple of laughs, the nervousness goes away.
1: Well, where the um what's the word? What is like your I like, guess if, if you have one, a lot a lot of people do, what is like your comedian ritual to try to shake the nerves right before they give you the mic?
0: I don't have no uh, ritual. I mean, I know what I'm about to go out there and do, just have my jokes ready. <laughs> They go talk and see what happens. Like you just freestyle it. Like whatever happens, happens. Go have fun.
1: Look, I asked one of my other homegirls in the comedian. She was like, Girl, listen, let me tell you something. I gotta go to the bathroom. Once I go to the bathroom, I'm good. After that, I'm good. But <laughs> she was yeah. like, But all across America, I didn't went to somebody's bathroom before I hit that stage. I was like, Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> the only thing I tried not to do now was like eat right before I go on stage so just in case you do get nervous at the mess with your stomach. So
1: yes, man, that's the one thing yeah. I can't do. Yeah, I can't do none of that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so- I- yeah
1: what what made you want to get into the entertainment industry in the in the comedy lane or did you just want to get in the industry in some kind of shape form or fa- fashion and then comedy just was the lane that you picked first
0: i used to always have a love for comedy and i remember uh, my parents just always try to make me go to college and i was at this one school in minnesota that ended up being like i signed up for the wrong thing i was trying to become an electrician mm-hmm. and i was signed up for electronic technician which had to do something with computers okay Uh, But I was in Minnesota like for months and I was like bored out of my mind up there. The Only thing I could do for fun was watch. I was in Rochester, Minnesota. Let me put it that way. That's one of the most boring towns I've ever been to. It's probably way better now. But back then it was just so boring. Uh, Mm. Probably me and maybe four other black people in that whole town. (laughs) (laughs) But for fun, which is real kind of depressing when I think about it now, all I could do was like watch Taxi at night and then comics used to come on every night. Okay. So I would watch those, too, and I used to always watch Comedy View, and I love comedy, but I'm just like, one day, like, I was just like, I think i be funny than some of these cats,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I just started writing jokes down, and then, like, when I went back to Chicago, uh, after I found out it was the wrong thing I was enrolled in, I found uh, the first upper mic mic I, I uh, looked up, went there, and performed, and was hooked ever since.
1: Wow. But that, the, look at the irony behind it. Like you signed up for the wrong thing, but look at what we're doing now with the pandemic. We got to use social media. We got to use the computers, whatever. So you got to know some about computers now.
0: <laughs> right. Like, of course, probably would have came in handy.
1: <laughs> right. Like, pay that up. <laughs> <laughs> so when okay, so I know normally typically ask people this so when you first came up because i know you said you was watching comic for a long time when did you like figure out like writing was your strong suit like you knew like i can really get you know get some good dope ideas down here and, and get it up there
0: actually i would actually say like the last few years people just always said you're a good writer but i mean that's just always that's just always been way my brain thought mm-hmm. so i never knew like it really stands out so maybe like over the last five six years I'm like, oh, like, I am, like, it's something is something about my writing that is different from everybody else's. Yeah. A lot of stuff just comes naturally to me with the pen game. Uh, but it's just the way my brain thinks. So you're just used to it. You don't think it's anything special. So people just always told me, like, you're a great writer whenever the right person sees you. That's when things are going to happen. But now I'm just like, okay, I can actually see what that gift is in my writing.
1: Well, yeah, because the dope part is, like, I've I've been a fan of comedy for years as well. And I've seen all t- different types of styles and everything but you know how you have them the one comedians where it's just the boom boom like so you you know what to expect like the difference i've noticed with your writing is more so it's funny but it makes you think so you cuz it's almost like if you, if you're not intelligent you'll miss it so you'd be like <laughs> oh <laughs> you know what
0: right. I'm and that's just again the way my brain thinks but that's the type of comedy i like i like jokes that make me think i yeah. like movies that make you think that's just how my brain is so when I write my humor, it just comes out with that. Like you know, sometimes it's like you'll have to think deeper to pick up on the punchline, like what I'm really saying in the joke.
1: Right, right. And then what's also dope about you too is the fact that how I don't know how you do this because cussing is my ministry, but how <laughs> <laughs> how do you like just avoid that? Because I'm like, okay, let me on, on some real. Like when you get bad, you say "darn it to heck" or do like. <laughs> Uh,
0: pretty much. I mean, I don't, I don't say darn or heck, but I try not to curse, period. So, yeah, don't use uh, profanity on stage or off stage.
1: That's how, like, how in the world? Like, I, I just, that's unconscionable. Like, okay, yes. Every, I know, I can cold switch. I have a job. Of course, you know, you can't cuss around your people and or whatever. But, like, when you're in your lane and your zone and what makes you feel comfortable, like, oh, my God. I did, man, listen, God. <laughs> I had a set last night. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna, try. cause I like I legit be trying. I'm like, I'm gonna try not to cuss. And then when I the- <laughs> it was like, so you know how you record your set or whatever, and I'm record, I recorded and I was just like, okay, cool. I didn't cuss anything. I was like, ah, oh, there it is. I, I slipped up. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, I started off real blue. It just takes like practice. I just got used to uh, not cursing anymore. I started off like being a super blue. Like every word uh, in my set was almost a curse word. Which okay. is one of the reasons why I stopped cursing because like one day uh, my family was over. and Like my little cousins wanted to watch like one of my comedy tapes. Mm. So maybe like one minute into it, I remember my auntie and my uncle sent uh my little cousins out the room.
1: Gotcha. And okay. like that just
0: stood out to me. I was just like, man. And they was upset, you know, and crying because they wanted to see their big cousin perform a comedy. Yeah. But they didn't know, you know, I was just using too much language that they couldn't enjoy or their parents didn't want them hearing. And like right. it clicked in my head at that moment, I was just like, you know, I want my comedy to bring families together, not separate families. That's
1: so amazing. at that moment,
0: I was like, I'm gonna just be a clean comic.
1: And it makes sense because that check is uh clear as clean too.
0: Practice,
1: <laughs> you, and that's what I'm that's what I'm trying myself to like practice and get better with you know, not saying choice words because of the fact that like, yeah, like you appeal to more audience when you can tone that down.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just offers you like more shows. You can now do corporate shows, you can do church shows. If you're ever going to do late night television, you got to be clean on there. So whether you're a blue comic or not, you have to have a clean set. It just makes sense to have that. Because I mean, then you're just capping yourself off from like just different opportunities that you can get.
1: Definitely. I'm telling you. So quick question before we move on. Have you ever had a boo set, if you will, or a heckler? And if so, how did you handle it? <laughs> what was the first part? Have you ever had a bad set? Oh, yeah,
0: plenty of bad sense. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Uh, Probably going to have a few. I just moved to New York. It's probably going to be a lot this year. Like I'm trying to work on a whole brand new hour. So okay, I tell cats, if you don't bomb, you're not growing. That means you're just doing everything that's safe that you know that works. To work out new material to see if it's funny to develop a joke is going to be a plenty of nights where you're going to have to go through bomb sessions to get it right. So I'll bomb for a whole year. But the next two years, I got this super dope hour that's working now. But you got to, like, add stuff to the joke. Take stuff away from the joke. Mm -hmm. See how it works on Black audiences. See how it works on white audiences. Like, it's different humor to different people. So it's a lot that goes into that. So, yes, I bomb a lot. But I'm always, like, whenever you see me, if you watch me a whole week, you're never going to see me do the same material all week. You're always going to see me working on something. That's just me.
1: Now, have you ever had a heckler before?
0: Plenty of hecklers, yeah. I've been on like the major comedy scenes. Chicago, Atlanta. Heckler. Say again.
1: How do you deal with a heckler? You roast him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I can roast without using profanity, but yeah, I mean, that's just part of the game. Like, you're gonna deal with it. I don't like dealing with hecklers. This is my thing. Like, I don't pick on people. Yeah. But if you ever holler out at me, I gotta deal with it.
1: Well, see, that's the that's my hard part for me because I know if I'm not bothering you and you bother me or you're you doing something, whatever, I'm, I'm lethal with what I'm going to say. So by the time I get finished roasting, you're going to want to fight me for real. So-
0: <laughs> and I mean, I still try to keep it in good taste, but I have had somebody walk up on me on stage, which is the funniest thing. It's like, so you want to holler out at me and because I roasted you back, now you are mad and you want to fight. Right. You should have been quiet. Oh. And I roasted him when he went back to his seat. <laughs> like, dude, that's you. I didn't pick on you. You hollered out at me thinking I wasn't gonna have nothing to say back. You just uh misjudged the book bad's cover.
1: Exactly. Like and don't then let you the mad guy-
0: at everybody in the room laughing at you.
1: All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> now during this dang on whole last two years, the quarantine been kicking us in our face. How did you handle or what did you learn about the quarantine time? Like what was something valuable that you learned during the quarantine time?
0: Something valuable that I learned. Uh Keep up with the Joneses. Uh, even though everything shut down, did open up different avenues of comedy. So at first I was like really against Zoom shows and stuff like that. Like I need an audience. I need an audience. Now I make some pretty decent money just doing seven minutes <laughs> in my house on uh, on the phone or on the computer. So I'm just like, I don't know why I was just so adamant and against like not doing it at first because uh, I probably missed out on a lot of money at the beginning.
1: <laughs> right. But
0: now it's like, I do a hot seven minutes and... You know, make some decent money and still be able to go out and do shows. That part. Yeah,
1: it's perfect. I'm going to do my first, like, Zoom one, too, and I was nervous about it. But I'm thinking, I'm like, well, heck, I've been doing podcasts through streaming. I the same thing.
0: <laughs> and if they like it, I love it. I mean, I definitely prefer the audience and the crowd. But I'm, I'm not about to turn down a few hundred dollars for seven minutes of just talking. I'm not going to say my jokes like I'm practicing at home or something. I take it.
1: I know that's right. Now, yeah. how did but now how did you stay motivated, like, during the quarantine time? Because, I mean, like, before we had the Zoom shows and all that stuff like that, how did you stay motivated to figure out the next step with the whole world changing, basically?
0: <clears throat> I mean, like everybody else, I had no idea it was going to last that long. But I was bored out of my mind when everything shut down. Like, I was one of the people who was like, I can't do nothing. I went out and just started working. I started doing Grubhub and DoorDash just because I was bored. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't stay in this house every day and just not do anything. So I just went out there and worked and like I just say this money and while I'm doing these little uh orders I just write in between and just you know worked on my next on material for my next hour. So basically just writing all that stuff down and now I'm in a position to where I'm gonna work all that stuff out and manifest it.
1: Oh now speaking of that, you make the big move to New York. What inspired the big move?
0: Uh It's a great comedy circuit. What's funny is, I was trying, I've been trying to get to New York for like three years. I was living in LA, and it was like one of the worst comedy scenes I've ever been a part of in my life. Really? Because it's more about politics and who you know. It has nothing to do with how funny you are. And I'm trying not to make this mistake in New York, but you know, I was like a person who doesn't ask people for things, I don't ask for favors. I know a lot of big cats, but. I am like, I'll just go out here and just do it the regular way. I'll go hit these mics. They'll see I'm funny. And then they'll put me on. But it was just too hard to get on stage. Like, that strategy did not work at all.
1: Mm -hmm. So now
0: that I'm in New York, I'm finna ask anybody, like, yo, just give me an audition. And I just, just please let them see me. I'm not asking to put me on any TV show. I'm not asking to put me on your tours. But just let this club know if you think I'm funny, that I'm funny. And they should look at me. And I'll handle the rest from that
1: closed mouth don't get fed. I learned that a long time ago and, I, and I'm i just like, you know what? It's it's funny how you know certain things, but you don't start implementing them until the other stuff that you do in their work. you would be like, you know what? Forget it. Let me just go ahead and ask the person. <laughs>
0: yeah. I just recently did that a couple of days ago, so we'll see what manifests from it, but I'm just like, I can't do the same thing. But going back to the question, uh, when I left LA, I was saving up to move to New York mm. and that's when the pandemic hit. Mm. So... Okay. I just continued to save money. And then Chicago started to open back up, let's say, around uh, September. It like opened up for a little while and they shut it down again. And I was like, I cannot be here not doing anything. So I was like, let me go somewhere where I can do comedy. So I moved to Atlanta because New York was closed. They was like, New York closed, one of the hardest hit cities. And it's probably, probably going to be open for like a couple of, maybe like almost a year, they were saying. Right. Mm-hmm. So I moved to Atlanta, signed the lease. Two months later, New York opened back up, and I was like, oh, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> so my lease recently uh, ended, maybe like three weeks ago. So took care of all of that. And now I'm finally in New York. What
1: right? What was the first stage you hit when you got to New York? Uh, comedy in Harlem. Okay. My girl
0: Nima Cat hosts that room, so she does a uh, show up there every Tuesday. So that's the Nima, first. Stage. Nima to
1: move and she ain't told nobody. Did it again? Nima to move and she ain't told nobody
0: nima's back and forth
1: okay i was like wait a minute i just seen her the other day now
0: <laughs> yeah so she's in Atlanta and uh new york she has room every tuesday so i was trying to get on stage before then but nobody knows me out here yet so yeah i gotta like go through the motions but you know since she knew me she gave me some stage time and i'm starting to set up stuff now
1: oh oh now i know one thing that i um saw during the quarantine time everybody was on that versus real were you a versus person
0: I probably watched one or two of them things. I didn't really get into that.
1: <laughs> okay, so okay, well then, fine. Pick your fa- if if you had to pick your favorite verses battle, as far as if you put it together, who would be the people that you put on the verses?
0: Who would I put on a versus? And we talking about music? Uh, yep. Goodness, I'm not. Gonna... I would be just straight old school, so it'll probably be trying to think who they would go against. I like to see something like De La So.
1: Mm, okay.
0: I would say The Far Side, but De La So got way more hits than The Far Side.
1: Yeah, true. But I only know one song by The Far Side. so.
0: Right. But <laughs> I, I used to love, you know, Pass Me Back when I was in high school. <laughs> what? That
1: would be a little, good little look old school.
0: Definitely old school. Uh, I need a better answer than that. Who can really go against each other?
1: <laughs> the, but, what was your favorite artist right now?
0: Musically, mm-hmm. I'm still old school with it. Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill's always been my favorite. And
1: no, Lauryn Hill, That would be a good battle. Now, I just got to figure out who you're gonna put with her, though.
0: Who can see Lauren Hill? Hill? Ain't no female rapper can
1: see Lauren Hill. I can't think about that. Uh, uh, not old school, but new school. Yeah, let me tell. You, I don't know if you know who Tiara Wack is, but she can see Lauren Hill.
0: Tiara Wack. Well, yeah. right now, if you want to say new school, I don't know how recent Tierra is, but I'm also a Young MA fan. I put Young MA against whoever Tierra Mac is.
1: No, I'm, okay. You want to Google Tierra Mac. Young MA is dope, but when you Google Tierra Mac, you'll be like,
0: yeah. And this is why I love Young MA. I like, because people tell me I got a great man as far as writing, but like, genius hey. recognized genius. I love her writing. Like, her bars makes you think it's very lyrical. It's just not. What they call that? Uh, mumble. It's not mumble rap. It's just it's deep. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me of like a of a Wayne of I I can't think of the white boy's name right now. That's crazy. M&M. I'm having a brain fart. Yeah, Eminem. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name.
1: There's so only one white artist out there that's a rapper that's dope. I mean, there's a lot of white artists out there, but one that's like lyrically dope. Come on. Now, lyrically me. dope. Yeah. I
0: don't know why I had a brain fart. <laughs> Biggest white rapper ever.
1: <laughs> now name one of your favorite female comedians.
0: I love Jenny Yasharae. Okay. Uh, she is hilarious to me. I got a lot of funny female comedians. Uh, Shima Franklin, that's my girl. Jess Niche, that's my girl. Kelly. it's so many female Kelly Kells. Uh, it's a cat in uh, New York. Her name is Vanetta Schofield. She's funny to me. She has a real good pin, even though she's young in the game. Okay. Uh, same app. I just saw her the other day. She's dope. Uh. It's so many is
1: <laughs> you know the only reason I asked you, right? What? So I can do my research. So
0: <laughs> Oh, have them on yourself? Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: No, I already know Justinisha Kelly Cal but the mother name, I don't know them, but I'm gonna find out who they is.
0: I can't keep naming comments because uh Erica Dutch from Atlanta. I'm oh going uh, Say it again.
1: Dutchess is my cousin. That that's fam, that that don't count. Oh, okay. But yeah, we gonna. I had to get these people on the on the list because you
0: know Mary Lee, from Chicago. Because now that I'm thinking of it, I'm gonna have a brain fart. Uh, <laughs> Mary Lee, Tiny Thickles is another comic that's coming up in Chicago. She's funny. Uh, Jen Matson, she's funny. She's up and coming. She's new, but she's funny. Like I just like to see potential in comics. Like I look at younger comics. Like first time I saw Jess Neesh, I was like, just keep doing this. I promise you, like you're gonna blow up. And she's bigger than most people right now. Like I I like see it in comics like real early when they first start.
1: Yeah. Now let me tell you what speaking of blowing up, because I you hit a stage that I want to hit hit so bad, but I don't know no connects. I'm gonna figure it out later. But you hit the uh keep your distance comedy stage. Baby, how'd that go?
0: Oh, it was a great experience. Uh it was cool. They had me as a low man on the total pole. That's the only thing I didn't like. Okay. <laughs> He, like, just made me first and everything. But definitely a dope experience. I was happy to be a part of that platform. Uh, the reason I was able to get on that is, which is kind of funny, like, right before I moved to L.A., I did a show with Kev on stage before I had any idea who he was. Okay. And it was like, uh, I made a joke about it, but some church had, big church had booked me the headline. And then, like, the day before it was time for the show, they was like, well, Kev on stage, we just booked him, and he's going to headline, and we'll make you the feature. Oh, wow. So what's funny, this is why I left the power of, social media yeah. uh i went out there i'm like who is kevin on stage i had no idea who he was i'm like okay, it's a social media comedian okay cool so i went out there destroyed the crowd did like uh well i forgot how much time i did but i got like a standing ovation at the end of my set nice yeah they bring kevin on stage out he walks out everybody stands up and gives him a standing ovation before he says anything <laughs> <laughs> he still had a great set after that but i'm just like the power of social media, like <laughs> I worked my butt out to get that standing know As soon as he walks out on stage, everybody stood up and started clapping.
1: And you know what you learned from that? If you can't beat him, join them.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to do social media anyway, but it's just like that just showed me how powerful it was.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, social media basically is, is is the same powerful as marketing. If you if you know anything about marketing, it's the same thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's basically just the New TV stars, uh, people watch less and less TV, but they have the phones in their hand all day. They're steady seeing these social media people in their face. These are the new celebrities to them,
1: yeah. Yeah, now I noticed you said that you went first. Like, if it's first, all is that supposed to be like the bad thing, or
0: I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing, just in my head, it's you know, the, the crowd is still cold sometimes, people are still coming in. Uh, um, I like to go in the I middle,
1: warming up the crowd, is, yeah.
0: Yeah, it depends on how much time the host does. Are they completely warm yet? Uh, you kind of set the tone in a way, but, you know, it was a cool set. I thought it would have been better if I had if I'd been in the middle or anything, but I still had fun.
1: Yeah, that's about. Look, if, if anything else, you have fun in the Connections. That's the thing. Yeah. Forget, forget the set. Let me, but the connection over here.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, I got good footage to uh, use whenever I sent out uh, audition tape or something. I can use that footage now as well, and that platform uh, has a name by itself. So I was just happy that he allowed me to be a part of his uh, of his platform and his comedy series.
1: Yeah, it's dope. Now, name one entrepreneur that you admire and why.
0: An entrepreneur that I admire. Uh, I can't think of one right now. My mom was a great entrepreneur, she passed though, but uh, she's taught me like she's opened up her own uh, mortgage company and real estate company. Nice part of the real estate company. So, just watching her grind and you know, work just made me be able to see like you know, how great entrepreneurship can be.
1: Oh, yeah, when I say entrepreneur, I don't ain't gotta be nobody famous, anybody that you know that's doing their thing.
0: Yeah, so I picked her or my family, yeah. Biggest part of my family. She was the biggest person in my family who uh, ever went into business. So, yeah, i definitely seen my mom. Nice.
1: And what are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer or entrepreneur?
0: Turn off the TV and just work. Hmm. People on TV are already rich and famous. You're trying to get rich and famous. So, until you get there, TV ain't going nowhere. TV will still be there. Use all that time. You could have been using watching TV to work on your craft. Uh... Yeah, I just tell myself like the. Let's say I watch four hours of t- television, that's probably four more hours is going to take for me to make it. Mm. So get rid of that. Be on TV. Let people watch you. Stop watching other people live their dreams when you're trying to live your own dream.
1: That's powerful right there. <laughs> you better preach on this good day, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> I do notice like when I do get in my zone or whatever, I don't, TV don't be in there. I be, Yeah. That's powerful yeah. right there.
0: Since so I've been out here, like, I barely have time. Like I tried to take one day off just so I could recharge my battery. Uh, and then I was watching way too much TV because, you know, stuff just wasn't flowing the way I wanted it to, like it is out here. But yeah. out here, I have no time for it. I forced myself to take that one day off and probably try to catch up on some stuff then. But other than that, I'm not trying to watch anything. It's not even a television in my room. I
1: don't know if I can do that, but I can't go that far. But, <laughs> 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 but I'll <feel>, tell you know- <laughs> mm-hmm. Now we are moving on to our fun segments of the show. Our first one is kiss or diss. Now this is just celebrity crushes. Um, you're gonna decide who you kiss kissing, who you dissing.
0: You gonna show me pictures because I don't know. I, I don't watch a lot of television, so I can't tell you all these people.
1: Well, they Probably. celebrities, you should know them by their name. It's famous people. They ain't gonna be somebody anymore. I don't know. Okay, we'll <laughs> see. Okay, so we got Regina King or Taraji B. P. Henson. Who you kiss and Who you dissing? I gotta diss somebody. They both fine. I got a diss one. Yes. That is how the game is played. Kiss, uh, kiss, <laughs>
0: Well, I am a big Regina King fan, so I have to kiss Regina King.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Tarashi. I would love to kiss Tarashi, too. <laughs> All
1: right. Next one. Chili of TLC or T-Boss of TLC? Who you kissing? Who you dissing?
0: Uh, that was my era in high school, and everybody loved Chili first. But I had the biggest crush on Left Eye. But yeah, but
1: Chili first between her and uh, T-Boss. All right. And last but not least, Mary McLeod Bethune or Harriet Tubman? Who you kissing? Who you dissing?
0: I'm kissing Harriet Tubman just because of what she did for us. Okay. you rag
1: and all. All right.
0: Yep. (laughs) you rag and all. Like, she did so much, saved so many people, risked her life to save other people. That's just a beautiful person, so she deserves to kiss.
1: All right. You're moving on to DAQ. That's dumbass questions. Random fun questions I want answers to. Who is the worst teacher you ever had?
0: Her name even sounds terrible. Uh it was my fourth grade teacher. Her name was Miss Coons.
1: Oh yeah. That sounds <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke in itself.
0: <laughs> right. I was thinking about that the other day, like, her name was Miss Coons. <laughs> like, that was a terrible name for a teacher. It was some white uh lady who was just always mean. Like she was just she had to be miserable at home. Like she was just everybody was just like that's the worst class you could ever get, no matter what grade you're in. Like, when you go to that fourth grade class, that was just known to be the worst class, period. Mm.
1: I had had two horrible teachers. I'm never going to forget. I had Miss Okulu and and Miss Glaze. I hated both of them niggas. But, Mm. (laughs) moving on. What is the most ridiculous argument you ever had with an ex?
0: Uh, Okay. Uh, (laughs) Okay. I'll give you this example it was a big argument about double standards.
1: Okay.
0: And I'd like to hear y'all's opinion on it. <laughs> this is still kind of fresh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's double standards so I should've took this as a red flag earlier in our relationship. We had this argument or a debate at the beginning of the relationship where she said, "I'm entertaining, I'm out, we have we out, you know, at clubs out of town." So if there's like a female comic, there's somebody else you know, you buy them a drink.
1: Okay.
0: She was saying I shouldn't, I can't, or I should never buy a female a drink because that means I'm trying to sleep with them. So she was like, you shouldn't do that. Uh, you can't buy females drinks, so she'll get mad or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's okay for a dude to buy her a drink. Somehow that's different. So mm-hmm. I'm like By your own philosophy. I'm just trying to buy people a drink because I'm just trying to network. We're trying to have fun. People buy me drinks, I buy them drinks. Okay. But you're saying by your own philosophy, you would accept a drink from a dude. But by your philosophy, he's trying to sleep with you. So you shouldn't accept the drink either. Exactly. No, that's, di- that's different. Because I know what he's trying to do. If I'm telling you what I'm not trying to do. <laughs> right. Like, I've got a lot of female friends, female comedian friends. I could buy them a drink. They buy me drinks. Dudes buy me drinks. I'm not trying to sleep with a dude if I'm buying them a drink. Why can't I buy a female a drink?
1: That sounds like insecurity to me. That's what that was. They had nothing to do with who bought who drinks. That sounded like she was insecure about the situation because it, it don't make sense at all.
0: <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm not going to get into all of that.
1: <laughs> all right. Next question. What is the most immature thing you saw your parents do as a child?
0: The most immature thing I saw my parents do. Oh, you going way back. Uh, I can't think of something right now. Uh, well, you mean like my mom and dad together? Like, okay, I'll just give a story of my dad uh dumping me in the pool <laughs> when I was a kid. Uh, he just like grabbed my head and threw me up under the water, <laughs> and, like, made me. It seemed like an eternity to me, but it was maybe like ten seconds. But you just caught me off guard with it. I just thought it was—he thought it was funny. I thought it was immature.
1: Well, you—you you almost died. Is basically what you said.
0: <laughs> I was nowhere close to that, but you know, he caught me by surprise. So uh, how long he was going to hold me up under there?
1: <laughs> All right. Last question: Name three items that you would buy to purchase that will make a cashier feel uncomfortable.
0: Three items that I could purchase that will make a cashier. Uh, condoms. Okay. Uh, cashier feel uncomfortable. A, I'm about to say a gun. You can't get that out of there. I don't know. That I don't have good answers for this.
1: <laughs> Ain't no wrong answer. <laughs>
0: but I'm just trying to think what will make them feel uncomfortable. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank.
1: Two what else you got? You get you need two more items to make somebody feel uncomfortable.
0: I'm bad at this game. Uh <laughs> I'm just thinking like a Jim Carrey movie where he bought like that uh vaginal itch cream or something like
1: that. not worry, okay. That's part two. Uh preparation H. There you go, that's three, okay, and all of them that they, they contradict each other, so that makes plenty of sense. You name three, you name three <laughs> a water gun, duct tape, and a balloon, okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay yeah, Michael duct tape, okay, yeah, I like that combination, <laughs> like what you about to go do? exactly, <laughs>
1: <laughs> next thing is grind my gangster, name one of your pet peeves.
0: What is my pet peeve? Uh, Lying. Somebody lying to me. Liars.
1: That works for me. That's my ultimate pet peeve. I can't stand it. Yeah. All right, next. Opera That Thing Out. This is a fan favorite. This is where you are singing one song that you know at least one full verse to. It could be any song, rap song, a nursery rhyme, TV theme, anything, but you got to sing it in your best opera voice. Uh, I'm about to
0: feel or look so foolish <laughs> <clears throat> since you mentioned the far side I guess I'll say the far side Okay. I have an opera voice oh. here we go in my younger days I used to sport a shot when yeah. I went to
1: school I carried lunch in a bag that that's that, that's talk about. <laughs> what it? That's what I'm talking about? every time i see opera. They either hit it like this or they got to do this. That, that that makes the opera right there automatically. All I can
0: think of is seeing opera singers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Get Last but not least, we got our game. Sing it, dude. Sing and Do is a family-friendly game that all can play. It's a music game. All you're doing, you're singing the melody of the song, but you can only use the word do. So I'm going to do, we have different um, genres. We got hip-hop, R&B, greatest hits, pop, billboard hits, country, rock, sing-and-do favorites, old school, TV themes, and party dances. My lane is R&B and hip-hop, so I'm going to do those, and I'm going to give you, um, see if you can guess it, and then I'm going to let you do some. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Uh, Do-do. Do 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 I don't know if I'm doing it right. Um
0: I wanna sustain but I don't
1: How can I do it? Um um That's hell, that's how I go. Do do do, 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 my defense <laughs> though i'm not
0: the biggest music scholar
1: okay well that was supposed to be let's take a long walk by Jim Scott
0: oh i know that one yeah. See, all, right. Right. <laughs> all
1: right du, 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 du. oh that was how would you have done it exactly
0: do well, well, that's
1: my exactly brother. what I did. <laughs> all right. Now this one you should be able to get because this old school. Ed. Okay, let me see if I can get it in the right key. Mm. All right, do do do. No, I can't. I can't do that bar because then that's gonna you gonna think of something else. All right, all right. I got it. Doo do doo doo. do do doo doo doo. Doo do do doo doo do doo. do 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 do, 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 do. Oh my God. Are you serious?
0: What is it?
1: Hold on to your love. You got to. Ho- Involve?
0: Yeah, I still think you don't sing that right. <laughs>
1: you are horrible. First of all, I'm not that bad. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> let, me, let me try something else. Uh. Nah, you ain't gonna get that one. Let's see. Th- there's no way you can miss this one. If you miss this one, you just um, alright. do 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 do. Thank Thank you Jesus!
0: <laughs>
1: Finally, all right. So I'm gonna hold up some cards to the uh, to the camera, and once you pick a song on there that you can do, let me know, and I'll put it down, and I'll try to guess. If you don't know the songs or cards, let me know, and you can do another one.
0: Okay. All
1: right. Wait. Uh, if I need to move, just let me know.
0: Uh, next. All right. I got like a glare. Uh, Next.
1: Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, Okay, I'm going to do one of these. All right. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do.
1: It's old school? Yes. Okay. Uh. Do,
0: do, 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 do.
1: Yeah. Catman? You want to tell you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what
0: the hell that is. Supposed to be Sweet Home, Alabama. Oh, my need right. <laughs> <Sweet laughs> home, Alabama.
1: <laughs> We're to try one more, and we out of here. Okay, go ahead.
0: Sorry, see. okay. uh <laughs> This might be funny. Me just trying to do it. Okay, let me. I'm okay. I okay. know. <laughs> doo doo do, doo do, doo. Do. Oh, blow the whistle. Yeah, you got it on the
1: first one. Mike. Yeah, who did you say, do? I was like, that's blow the whistle all day. I do that. <laughs> oh, so your dudes that, y'all dudes weren't better than mine. That was all right. <laughs> yeah, man, better. I know man worse. <laughs> <laughs> when well, you play Sing and Do, if anybody wants to get the game, you get it at com. And, Mark, please let them know how they can find you. If you have any merchandise you want them to know about it, um, let them know.
0: You can find me under comedian Mark Henderson on all of my social media. Comedian Mark Henderson, M A R C, and uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm trying to get to like ten thousand subscribers, currently at thirty-seven. So, hook me up like that.
1: <laughs> I know the feeling, baby. They, they be ooh, they be steady with they little subscriptions. Like I got a music button; it's free.
0: Just subscribe. Just <laughs> subscribe.
1: All right, well, that has been another episode of Candid Kisses TV. We drop every Monday, Thursday, and we go live on Wednesday. So make sure you tuned in, tap in. We're on Spotify, Google, YouTube, Facebook, all that good stuff. Anything streaming, we in the building. Make sure you tune in every week. See you next time. Thanks for having me. Candid Kisses TV is sponsored by singa Did you do it today? Sing Sing-A-Doo. 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 you do. It? Can you do. It? Can you do it? you do it right you're gonna wanna bruh It's first at 21 we'll get the job done so grab your friends and fam cause it's a lot of fun some do it with some class but make it real fast this time is kind of tricky can you do it in system get your copy today at singadude.com. guess what candid Kisses tv has merch that's right you can find it at artistperiod.com. We have everything you need. We have hoodies. We have coffee mugs. We even have throw pillows and beach towels for the summer. (laughs) Get it right. Keep it tight. Listen, everything you need to get your drip right, artistperiod.com has it for you. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D.com. Get your drip right with artistperiod.com and Candid Kisses TV. Make sure you get it today. Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can't be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today for all your beauty needs.